Welcome to Wine and Poor Decisions. Pull up, drink, and let's discuss. For mature audiences only. Welcome to episode number three. Trey, the Trey. Um, this episode is just like a little trigger warning. Um, is we're going to speak about Black Lives Matter. Um, we're going to be a little deep. Yeah. Uh, we're going to speak about the events of what's happening and um, steps to do to keep the monument going um, because this is not a trend. This is real life. This is a movement. This is a revolution. Um, so we just wanted to kind of touch on that today. Um, in light of what's happening and yeah that's what we're doing today and while we're discussing our deep topic we are sipping on moon x this week and it's a, it's a little sour but i think it's pretty strong i like it it was cool it was cool it was cool it's cool it's cool it's cool it's cool um <clears throat> I think everyone should lose out real quick. Let's do a nice little in, breathe in deep. Breathe in deep and then exhale. That's the type of week that I've been having. I've just had to like stop and woosaw like a lot. I've had to unplug. Um, I stopped watching videos on um, social media. Like I just stopped. Like that was rather it was people shucking and jiving with the police or it was just another horrifying thing that was happening. Like I had to stop watching it um, just to kind of give myself a, a, a mental break. Um, so of course we're talking about um, all of the protests that's been happening in regards to George Floyd. But I really want to say that George Floyd was kind of like the, 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 the needle that broke the camel's back, right? So we've been going through years and years and years of police brutality against black people and um i think everyone is just motherfucking tired right i mean we all are in the house yeah and we've been to ourselves and now mm -hmm. we're watching the tv and it's coronavirus 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 mm -hmm. and now you just killed a man that yeah. was complying yeah with police yeah and he's screaming out for his yeah. mother and I mean, all of these things are hitting a chord. Yeah. So I think that, like Shiva was saying, like we've been cooped up in the house and um, the feelings that we've been having, we've been carrying with us for a really long time. For sure. Um, and while we were going through the pandemic, um, Ahmaud Aubrey was running, jogging, taking some time out of being cooped up in the house that our government has us in because of this pandemic. And he got killed by citizens. Um, and I mean, it took a while before those killers were even taken in. And, you know, that kind of was the, the thing that kind of got, you know, feelings were already, we were already in our feelings, right? Um, and then George Floyd happened. And I think at that point, everybody was like, this is enough, you know, like, I I have yet to today watch the video. Um, I consider myself someone that's like a, 
uh, I take on people's emotions mm -hmm. and I, I feel, um, and I just couldn't do it, you know, but just to watch, just to see the still and just to see like this man on this, on this black man's neck, um, it was heartbreaking and uh, eight minutes and 46 seconds is how long they were on this man um, pleading. Um, and it wasn't like a pleading of like, he was trying to escape and, and you know, run away. It was just like, I just want to breathe, you know, like apprehend me. You've already got handcuffs on me. You already have two other gentlemen on my back, on my legs. I just want to breathe. And um, those, Went, were disregard those pleas were disregarded and um from my understanding again i didn't watch the video but from my understanding that even after he his last words were calling out for his mother um even after he stopped breathing and he was dead um that man's knee never didn't leave his neck for another three to four minutes yeah he stayed on there um that is that is beyond, that is beyond apprehending someone. That is be, beyond um, trying it's to take control of a situation. It's not that, is, that is real, real <clears throat> hatred. That is real personal for me. That is real, like you and the devil is going toe to toe on how evil of a bastard you could be, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but like I said, like George Floyd wasn't, wasn't, isn't the reason why, you know, everyone is up in arms, you know, like we're protesting because of course, you know, the, the killers weren't in jail and they were free, but it was like, this is over 20 years, over 60 years, over a hundred years of pent up anger, you know what I'm saying? And, um, this is from Trayvon Martin. This is from Sandra Bland. This is from Tamir Rice. This is from Philip White, Philando Castile, Eric Garner. Like these are these are names that are just that are a part of the headlines that have been made over the last ten years, mm -hmm. right? Even um, Brianna Taylor. I mean, she's Brianna an essential Taylor, worker, right? And she, she did she nothing was an, wrong. She an did essential worker wrong. needed. Yeah. She was she was out there putting her life on the line while we were going through a pandemic. Yes. And she was shot in her home. Multiple times. Multiple times. And the killers, quote unquote, the police, quote unquote, the people that are protecting and serving are the ones that killed her. And they are mm -hmm. free. They are in their homes. With they their are families. Their families. So we felt like uh, there was no way that we would be able to do this podcast. I mean, it is fairly new. Um, and a lot of our episodes we had already recorded, but this was something that we were like, okay, like we have to address this. It wouldn't be human to continue talking about anything else other than what's going on currently in our, in our current lives with the Black Lives Matter and inequality and police brutality. Um, I did attend a protest here in Houston. Um, 
it was what 70,000 people came out it was a lot of people um, Houston showed out you know um and, and it I, was all different colors it, oh everyone. my god it was so it was many different people it was so beautiful it was it was it was I felt like I felt different I felt like I was a part of a shift happening. The peace and the love. Um, yeah. And um, I mean, when I tell you there were so many walks of life there, like there was like Indians there, um, like the Native Americans, which, you know, like originally this is their land, you know, the, these uh, Europeans stole their land and then they, they stole us from our land and brought us it's here. kind of what they do in general throughout history. They think they own everything. Right. So... Um, yeah, but the Native um, Americans were out there and they were playing their drums and they were dancing. And this one lady had like sage and she had a feather and she was like blowing the sage, like the sage through the crowd. And I was like, man, this is beautiful. You know, like it's not what's on the news because I'm not going to lie. I was a little I was a little timid, but I was like, I'm just go. I'm going to go like whatever happens, happens. You know what I'm saying? Like I wrote my phone numbers on my arm. <laughs> um, I was like, if if something happens, like. I know that I went out there to protest something that is absurdly wild that is happening in 2020. Yeah, um, but it was, yeah, but it was beautiful. It was peaceful. Um, it wasn't what the news um, media, you know, led it to be of what was going. I mean, I, there was things that were going on in other cities, but um, it wasn't what I thought it would be. And it, it was really groundbreaking for me to, in my mentality of, um, you can't hide anymore, right? You can't ignore you can't, it. You can't ignore it. You know, we had what? All 50 states protested. 18 countries were involved. They, I saw uh, 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 these two men in Syria on rubbles. And you know what? They what's going on in Syria. And they still had time to, to protest what was going on. That's how you know, like, enough is enough. It's a shift happening. And um, I vowed to myself that, the 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 things that I've allowed to um, slip through the cracks, or the 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 people that I've allowed to use um, nigga, I'm gonna just say that um, the people that have offended me, but I'm in my workplace, so I I I, I keep my black girl professionalism. Um, I'm not doing that no more. You know what's up. So at this point, I feel like um, you tested me. Mm -hmm. And when you test Aisha, she's, she, she's ready. Mm -hmm. I'm about that life. I'm about that action. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like it just made me say, like, enough is enough, Aisha. Um, no more brushing things under the rug. You got to call out people for what it is. And, I mean that's what's been happening on social media. I mean, people are calling out businesses, people are calling out brands, like what's good? You know, like we, um, black Americans are, we spend, I, these are statistics that I've, you know, read, you know, throughout just researching different things. Like we spend one, one point something trillion dollars a year. So imagine if we kept that just among ourselves. Mm -hmm. Because hey, brands like if you're catering to your your European people or your white folks, go ahead and do that. But we'll take our dollars and we'll happily invest it into ourselves. 
Um, it's time to make a change. It's time to make a stance. It's time to wake up. You can no longer ignore it. You can no longer act like you don't know what's happening. Um, it's just not, it's not, it's you not stop giving the pass. Yeah. Um, and I just, it's a lot of narratives that I've seen out there that, um, I'm not comfortable with. Um, I think there was a guy that, uh, was in the park and, um, he saw a white lady with her dog and she didn't have a leash on him. And, um, you know, he told simply told her like, Hey, like put a, a leash on your dog. And she got like, I don't know. She don't want no black man telling her what to do, but I mean, that's the rule, sister. She was but caring. She, she was, was caring. a caring, even mm-hmm. though her name is Amy Cooper. But um, yeah, hey, hey, Karen. She, yeah, she uh called the, all the called the police and was crying and saying that this man threatened him. Mind you, this man is not even close to her. Luckily, he recorded the whole encounter. But you know, I was reading, and everyone was like, oh. You know, he was a bird watcher. He graduated from some top tier school. Like he doesn't deserve this, but like, fuck that. Even if he was a, a homeless man, even if he was a, 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 um, just a regular ass, whatever you guys want to consider regular, even if he wasn't some bird watcher or whatever the claim of, um, um, I don't know, like the classism that they tried to instill it don't matter. He's a human being. Still a black man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think all those accolades of that doesn't make it any difference because from the outside looking in, he's a black man. The end. No one's gonna look at you and be like, oh, well, she's black, but you know, she's 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 got a degree from Princeton. No, I'm still black. You know what I'm saying? So, um. I would like for us to take away those narratives of because he's this, he didn't deserve that. No human being deserves to be um, singled out because of their skin color um, and be attacked for, for 400 years. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm just tired. I'm tired. And even just, I think yesterday, like, um, or day before yesterday, this man sleeping in the Wendy's uh, parking lot in his car and he got killed. So just imagine a call starts out as a man sleeping in his car in the Wendy's parking lot. And then the end of that narrative is he got killed and he's a black man Mm -hmm. in the middle of what we're going through. That was just like a slap in the face. Like you're still not learning that there, I've seen you handle people that are not black in a civilized way. I've seen you apprehend them with knives. They have weapons in their hand. I've seen you apprehend them without killing them. Why can't they? Or you know, they've murdered a church full of black people. And Uh, what's the name, Dylan? I don't even remember. Yeah, and he walks out of there with handcuffs. And he gets- how, How is he, you know, not being roughed up Rupped up or anything like that. Mm-hmm. He he's able. He he has. He wears a bulletproof vest. Is that that's how that goes for him? And he had. A, we know he had a weapon because he just killed people in the church. He prayed with them. He prayed with them. Then he killed them. Then he killed them. Mm. This is America. That is America. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it's so sickening. It's so sad. It's it, it's. 
being black in America is it's a crime. It's a it's a you're it's a born guilty. You're born guilty, unfortunately. You, yeah. You're just minding your business, living your life, and because you're a black guy, you are getting mistaken for doing something wrong and you're automatically guilty. Yeah. And it's and, unfortunate. And it's so unfortunate. Like I I have three older black I have three older brothers that are black. Um I date a black man. Um, I have black nephews. So for me, it's a little bit of a fear Mm -hmm. of my innocent nephews being outside or my innocent brother that's leaving his night shift at, from his pharmacist job, you know, you know, um, being pulled over for no reason and then doesn't go home. Or is my, like, I, I kid you not this, not too, like two months ago or a month and a half ago, um, I went to go get my hair braided and, uh, my boyfriend calls me and was like, Hey, meet me here. And luckily I, no, I didn't get my hair braided. I was, I was at a workout. I went to go work out and he was like, Hey, meet me here. And usually I'll be asking him like hella questions. Like, why, why am I coming to meet you there? You know, like, but I was just like, okay. So I, and I was right across the street. I met him and you know, he was like talking to me, but it was the cops out there. So he was like, yo, like these cops followed me all the way. They've been following me. They followed me through the feeder on the highway into the parking lot of the post office. They followed him into the post office. Um, He came out of the post office. They came out of the post office and they didn't say anything to him, but they were just following him. Mm -hmm. So I came and, you know, that's when he explained to me what was happening. And I was just like, I waved to them like, Hey, like we're chilling. Like we're not bad people, you know? And I waved to him, them, they stood there for a while, watched us. They got in their car. Um, and they drove off. So we were about to leave. He got in his car, got in my car. And I was like, nah, I was like, you take my car. I'm gonna take your car. Because it was just like, I was just my heart. I didn't tell him, but like, I was so deathly afraid because why are you following him? Like he's not Mm -hmm. speeding. He's not doing anything. You follow this man all the way to inside of the post office. Like why? It's the post office. Right. Like, But, you know, it's just as a, you know, just as a black woman, like you fear for the black men in your life, you know what I'm saying? And, um, it's just, it's, it's being black in America is lit when you're just, when they want your culture, they think you want, yeah. Like when you want to do the dances, when you want to have the hair, when you want to have the asses, when you want to have the lips, when you don't have our, the black men is lit. But when we're talking about real life of what we're going through, um, you're getting real quiet, real silent. All them barbecues that you wanted to be invited to, here's your invitation. <laughs> I love it, sis. you know what I'm saying? This like, is the invitation. this is your invitation. You invited me for come through, pull up, you know what I'm saying? Um, but there was this girl, um, there was a video, and I want to play just a snippet of what she said, um, that I felt like that's what we feel like right in america so here's a little snippet in the north now if i you finally get a little bit they say why do you burn down the community why do you burn down your own neighborhood it's not ours we don't own anything we don't own anything 
there is, Trevor Noah said it so beautifully last night. There's a social contract that we all have that if you steal or if I steal, then the person who is the authority comes in and they fix the situation. But the person who fixes the situation is killing us. The social contract is broken. And if the social contract is broken, what the f do I give us about burning the football hall of fame, about burning a fucking target? You broke the contract when you killed us in the streets and didn't give up. So the contract is broken. And when contracts are broken, you're free to do what the fuck you want to do. And the revolution is mm -hmm. coming. Is it's it's a change, and I just want to give a shout out to the generation below us or under us or that's coming up. They are some bold, like wow. They're coming out and they're standing for something, and like they and are it makes, out it makes there me proud. The, yeah, they are out there on the front line, every color, every race. Like they do not, they 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 do not give a fuck because they know you it's know? wrong. They know it's wrong because they grew up with, you know, like, I feel like with us, like our parents kind of instilled, like, you know, these white people, they look crazy. Da, 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 da. You know, like everyone has their, their stigmatism that they tell their children. Right. But with our generation, like we kind of was like made our own, um, we kind of grew up into our own and, and got to know people and mm -hmm. like, all right, like I heard what my mom said, but let me, let me fill this person out. Right. And then we have children that are like, you know, love we, we we're just teaching like you know keep your eyes open love there is no no skin color like just love the person look out for their character and if they're a good person they're a good person mm -hmm. this generation below us is what that that's what they're 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 growing with that's what they're instilled in them like mm -hmm. like he black but he cool like they got little baby telling them you know they love little baby they love little yeah. dirks they love all the littles you know and it's like they black so they like oh you know I'm about to be killing our little babies. So these mm -hmm. these 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 children of this generation are lit, and I just wanted to shout them out. I'm, they're probably never going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> they I just if they come across it, I just wanted to let y'all know. Thank you, and keep fighting. Like, is not a trend. Keep going. Like, let's turn the fuck up. Let's mm -hmm. turn up. And um, I feel like I said a, a mouthful. I would like to say that you know I don't want the address to be towards you know the rioting and all this stuff like when did it become in america property is more valuable than a human life hmm. well, why why are we talking about the rioting and all that stuff the human life is the biggest problem that we're That's having we here. here if my son went out for skittles and didn't come home my son went out for a drive and didn't come back home I mean, I will burn we gonna, all we gonna this set shit the down. city on fire, sis. I'm we? burning it down. We're burning it down because my child is not coming back home to me because he's being stopped by, if it's not the police, he's being stopped by a Karen. an American that thinks that they are better than him and can control a situation and pull out a gun and kill them because in the streets. Color. Like, that's just crazy. They cared more about the dogs that Michael Vick killed than they care about the people that they're killing. Girl. In the street. So right now as we stand, um, there are petitions out there. Read the petitions, sign these petitions. Brianna Taylor, 
um, killers are still free, even though they passed the law in her name. Uh, but pff, the people that killed her are still free. So uh, sign those petitions, donate where you can, speak up where you can, protect where you can. Your like your voice, use your voice. Um, voting is coming up. I know everyone has like a lot of stigmatism or a lot of thoughts about voting. My only thing is, I'm not telling you that you have to vote for anybody. I'm not telling you who to vote for. I'm just telling you, and don't go out there and just vote straight Democratic, straight Republican. Find out who is running in your city, what aligns with your morals and what you stand for and vote for them. Let's get people in the offices that are going to actually make a change. And that's that on that. Um, that's how I feel about voting. Your vote, your vote counts. Every person in America has to show up and turn out on November 3rd. And that's- Because we need change. We can't continue we change. to have a leader that is okay with and it's not even happening. just it's not even just on the presidential level. Like I'm talking about state level. There are people that have been in that office that don't have no reason to be there. But you know why they get there? Because you go in there and you vote straight Democratic, and it's somebody that don't even need to be sitting there. Read, find out, like look up who is running, find out about them, find out what they're what they're saying that they're going to do, and then hold them accountable for it. Vote for them in the office, and let's make changes. Also, another thing that we need to do is we need to buy black. We need to support our black businesses. And y'all can keep the little, oh, this business didn't um, send me uh, the right item, so I'm never shopping them again. Target done did it. Uh, Walmart has done it. Uh, whatever stores. All of the stores that you're shopping online, they've all done it. We are in a capitalist nation, and this is right. what they listen to. It's right. the dollar. They so listen to the dollar. dollar is valuable. Right. So I have a couple of businesses that are Black-owned. Um, uh, Michelle Organics Hair, Miss Jessie's Hair, uh, Belvenure, which is actually a local Houston guy uh, for beards, guys. So get them beards all nice and fluffy. Um, they have uh, Hanifa. She is a a woman from Congo. She has a dope clothing line. She was the first person to do a 3D fashion show via IG Live. Nice. The first person to ever do that. So that was super dope. Um, there's a girl um, by the name of Tierra Monet. She has a clothing line called 1130. We have Drea with Men Swim and her, her bathing suits is it's gross. Okay. <laughs> Um, Once we, we can have, get out the country again. Yes, because the doors are opening up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, we have Lip Bar, Beauty Bakery, um, Gray, Grayscale, Crayon Case, Black Girl Sunscreen, because girls, we do need sunscreen. Don't let them lie to you about our melanin not needing it. We need it. Um, Honey Pot, our sanitary, sanitary pads, all that. Um and then, I mean, we are talking about wine and we love wine on here. So I did look up some black owned wine. Um, Ooh, yes. There's one called, and we're going to look for it so we can do it featured on our podcast, but it's called Black Girl Magic. And it's by these ladies called, um, they're McBride sisters. So there is like every avenue out there, there is something that we have tapped into. Look for, research it, support them by black. Um, July 7th is blackout date, which means we ain't buying shit. So July 6th, no go, money at us. Go buy what you need to buy. And um, July 7th, we's crickets. Okay. And then um, we're no longer celebrating July 4th. 
I want to see a firecracker from not a man black person. We are celebrating on Juneteenth. Turn up. Okay. Have all the daytime parties. Everything that you would do on 4th of July, go ahead and do that on Juneteenth. I'm with it. Okay. And then on July 4th, we can just sit at home and binge watch like something. <laughs> or all these, uh, you know, we can find something to do. I'm sure. I'm sure there's something we could do. But um, I do want to say, as long as you are supporting this change buy black you don't have to be you know black to buy black you can be white you can be any you the only reason we're encouraging this is because we're trying to make a statement yeah to this capitalist country right we need change and this is the only way you're going to listen absolutely um there are black banks out there yeah they're not as thriving as these other banks because we have all our monies in Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Chase. We have our, take your money to these black banks. Let's build them up and let's, because we know they're going to give us loans. You know they're going to support us. You know they're going to help, help us with home ownership. Once you build their capital, it's a change. You build their capital. Like let, like like she was said, this is a capitalist country. Let's let them hear us. So I know there's a Liberty Bank. I know there's United Bank. There's so many black banks out there. Do your research, guys, and like let's make a difference. We're um, going to definitely share a lot of these businesses that we talked yes. about on our Facebook page so that you can have yes. access. And, and our um, IG will tag all mm-hmm. of them. Um, and um, there's an IG page um, called The Blackest Blackout. Follow them. It's like thousands of people that own black businesses and all of that. They are all on there. Go through it. Find what you need. Candles, whatever. They're, everything that you need, there's a black person doing it. And if you don't see it, guess what? That is your opportunity to tap in, right? Um, just be well-informed on everything that you're doing. Um, be sensitive to what you're sharing. Make sure it's factual. And um, yeah, let's continue to have this momentum. And like, let's not get lax. Let's not get comfortable. Let's not start spending our dollars where we don't have no business spending our dollars. Mm-hmm. And let's continue to make a change. Like, don't let this be a trend. Like, we need to keep our foot on their neck. Black Lives Matter. You do. And that's what I have to say today. <laughs> so, I mean, I think I think we got we got really deep. Mm-hmm. We got informative. So I mm-hmm. hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, on a lighter note, next week we are drinking A to Z Pinot Noir. A to Z. And we're gonna get a little lit. We're gonna talk some shit. We are we're she was excited for this. I am excited. <laughs> she, I mean, I'm always excited. I show up to work drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we um we look forward to you guys um on the next episode. Next episode, and yeah, I did want to end out with a quote. Give me what it says. You cannot separate peace from freedom because no one can be at peace unless he has freedom. Malcolm X. I love it. Bye. Bye. Thank y'all so much for joining us. Be sure to like us on Facebook as well as to follow our Instagram so that you know what the wine of the week is and when our next episode drops. That's wine and poor decisions. 
P-O-U-R. Talk to y'all soon.